Hello, my darklings. My name is Clarity Kay, and this is Seeing with Clarity. Sometimes, the things that we see in the dark can be hard to talk about, but here, we listen without judgment to help each other see with a little bit of clarity. Today's episode is a personal story of mine. This happened about 15 years ago now. We're going to call the friend that I have in this story, Susan. By the way, if you hear some movement or a little bit of breathing or anything in the background, I promise it's not a ghost. It's just my dog keeping us company during this podcast. I hope you don't mind. So, the tale of Susan, or the experiences I had with her. Now, a little background is necessary before we get started in this. So, Susan was always interested in paranormal. She liked playing with Ouija boards, she liked doing ghost huntings, she liked playing with all sorts of things, anything and everything. However, she got herself into quite a bit of trouble, more often than not, and would put herself in dangerous situations, mainly due to the fact that she didn't follow the rules, which is making sure you protect yourself. You know, if you open a portal, make sure you know how to close it and make sure you do close it. If you go somewhere, be respectful. However, both her and I were young and dumb and her being my best friend, I did get the brunt of several experiences that she had. Now. To give you a little insight as to a couple of the experiences that we had in her home before I tell you the reason I never spent the night at her house again. Of course, the typical ones were creakings. We would sometimes think one of the other said something and neither one of us had. Sometimes we would hear footsteps in the upper hallway. More often than not, it was simple things like that. Things that you could definitely tell yourself couldn't possibly be a ghost. Now in her home, she lived in the basement. They had a split level home. And she rather liked that, of course. And she didn't get along very well with her mother. So we were down there probably about 80% of the time. Now, her mother didn't believe us on anything whenever we would talk about paranormal activity. She thought we were crazy or thought we were making it up just to get a little attention. I remember one evening I had went over to her house and we got up the next morning and her mother was angrily sweeping up dishes 
off the floor. And of course she glared at us and started asking us, you know, why we felt the need to break every dish in the house and why we didn't even bother cleaning up. We tried to explain to her that it wasn't us. We didn't even go upstairs and she was having none of it. There were other instances where I would go into her bathroom that she had in her bedroom and take a shower and whenever I would reach to get my towel it would no longer be next to me on the hook it would be on the other side of the room on the sink of course I would brush this off and think ah I just put it there and didn't think about it forgot about it however Susan told me that oh Yeah, that was her little spirit that she had there, like to play pranks. Of course. Sometimes she would have things go missing in her room and wouldn't find them until weeks later. More often than not, it was something small, but there were those cases. Another night in particular, She had a little toy that you could hook to an mp3 player and it would sing and dance and play your music. Yes, this was during a time mp3 players still existed and were still in full swing. Well, we had been sitting there watching a movie. I was braiding her hair like most young girls do during a sleepover and her little toy started singing and dancing on the desk. It was rather odd. We hadn't played with it all day, so we brushed it off thinking, you know, maybe it got a jolt of life in its batteries, something. She got up, walked over, took the batteries out, and put it back down. We resumed our movie. About 15 minutes passed, and it decided to give one more comment saying I'll catch you on the flip side odd comment I know but what can I say it was the early 2000s we looked at each other knowing full well there were no batteries in it and it had been turned off long enough to have the juice out of it we immediately got up rushed over to it and proceeded to throw it into her closet, where it stayed for what I would assume the rest of its life. Definitely not one of the scariest moments, but was spooky nonetheless. Now, I'll tell you the story of the last night I had there. Now I'll tell you, I found out later Susan had played with a Ouija board the night before and she told me that she had gotten some rather unusual activity out of it. She said that the planchette was just going back and forth across the board, was speaking nonsense, and she ended up just giving up. From what I can tell, she did not close out the session properly and therefore she left I would say a portal open, allowing whatever it was to come into our world. That night, 
we had watched, ironically, the movie Scary Movie, and Susan had fallen asleep up on her bed. Now, she did sleep fairly heavy, and I did not feel like trying to shove her over, so I made a pallet on the floor. It was about one in the morning, whenever I started hearing some noise upstairs. I brushed it off just like we did most everything else and assumed maybe it was her stepfather coming home after truck driving. It stopped after a couple of moments and I resumed watching the movie. Then I heard a thump. And when I say thump, I mean a very loud echoing thump, which confused me a little bit. See, her entire house was carpeted, but this sounded almost like hardwood or stone. It even had that weird echoing reverb behind it. It was at that moment that I decided to pause the movie and listen. I thought for a moment that maybe I was going to get in trouble for still being awake. So I prepared myself to fake being asleep. I then heard what sounded like the same kind of thump except rhythmically and slowly getting louder. When I realized it was someone coming down the stairs, slowly and deliberately. Of course, at this moment, my fear started to rise. I waited, anxious and holding my breath, as the stomps got closer and closer. It wasn't until whatever it was stepped right up next to her door that I started whispering to Susan to wake up. Now I know. I think back on it and go, why didn't I scream? Why didn't I throw something at her? Why didn't I do anything that I hadn't done? And of course, hindsight is twenty-twenty. So sitting there terrified, I watched in horror as her door popped open and it was hard enough to where it actually hit her wall and nothing was there. Absolutely nothing was there. And it felt like hours that I stared at that dark doorway. Eventually I turned on the light next to me on her night table and turned the movie on just to have some kind of sound, but I refused to go to the door. I couldn't get anywhere near where that thing had been. The next morning, bright and early, I called my mother and had her pick me up early from school, to go to school, excuse me. At school that day, I told Susan what had happened, and she asked if that was why I had left, and I said yes, and I told her that 
I was scared and that it felt dark. That's when she had proceeded to tell me that she had played with the Ouija board the night before. I was angry with her for not telling me and definitely for putting me in that situation. I was even angry at her for not waking up, but I can't be too mad at somebody's sleeping habits, can I? (laughs) It was easily one of my scariest encounters that I've had, and I never went back. I hope that she eventually was able to get rid of it. I will never know. She never mentioned anything more to it other than mentioning the simple scary things that would happen around her house on a daily basis. So to that entity, I hope we never meet again because you scared the bejesus out of me. (laughs) Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I am actually still looking for some new stories to talk about. I love hearing people's experiences, and if you allow me, I'd love to tell others. I can keep it anonymous even if you like. So if you have a story that you would like me to tell, email me at seeingwithclarity at aol.com. Make sure you put a K on clarity. I look forward to hearing from you guys, and like I said, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you so much for your time, and remember, the dark can be scary, but we can help each other by seeing with clarity. Thank you. Have a good night.